church my name is jonathan holmesley and i'm pete thompson man so glad that you guys are with us for another day maybe you're driving down the road in the car and uh glad that you let us hop in the back seat and start yakking into your ear metaphorically yeah metaphorically we're not literally speaking. in your back seat yeah don't freak out don't panic <laughs> That's yeah funny. stranger danger all right <laughs> what are we talking about today uh i want to talk about uh social media mm-hmm. and specifically uh, I want to talk. I don't want to talk so much about how I see other Christians using social media. I just really want to talk about how I use it, okay? And and what I think are some good and bad ways to use social. And then media. I'll talk about how you use social media. Yeah, and then you'll talk about how I use it. I'll critique you. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's interesting. When I first started in uh, pastoral ministry, there was no there. There was no there social was media. no social media. <laughs> There wasn't, man. There was no. You're only 32 years I old. Know, you but can't that's how say young that. it is, man. That's how young well, it is. There true. was there was no Facebook. There were blogs, um, but there weren't there weren't micro blogs. I had like rotary rotary uh, telephones. And yeah. <laughs> Pony Express. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, when I was coming up, you know, my dad always used to say, like, uh, when I was growing up, I had to walk to school in the snow yeah. with cardboard in the bottom of my shoes, we're up, not, uphill we're, both ways. <laughs> right, right. We're not old enough for that kind of language. Well, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> um, but I think Facebook had just anyway, come out yeah. when I started in pastoral ministry. Okay. But back then, only uh, college students were allowed to use it. Uh, so, um, you know, there was there was there just was not what we have today now we've got uh facebook twitter youtube god forbid snapchat Mm -hmm. (laughs) i don't even know but there's so many out there and uh, i just have a massive love hate relationship with social media and i don't know i don't know about you i think i know where you stand on all of it but um you're more involved in social media than i am i am you have i do have a twitter account technically but i don't I haven't. I don't have it on my phone. I don't. I yeah. don't ever check it. I don't. I don't really follow anybody, and so. Yeah. And you have Instagram. I don't. I do like the gram. I yeah. like the gram a lot because there's no drama on on Instagram yet. Yeah, I know there. Will, somehow Donald Trump will find a way to ruin <laughs> Instagram for me. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. That's a joke. Uh-huh. I'm very thankful for a lot of the things that Donald Trump yeah, has that's done, right. That's right, yeah. but I don't have to love him like right. some of you Christians out there. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so when you're thinking about social media as yeah. a uh, as a Christian, how are you thinking about social media? Well, I think that um, with anything, there there's some goods that come with it. There's some positives that come with it. Such as? Uh, well, on on a very basic level, it's nice to be able to share pictures of family with people that you don't live near yeah. very easily. Yeah. Uh, it's a great place to share weather updates about, you know, oh, church is canceled because our parking lot is a sheet of ice. Sure. Uh, it's a great place to share. Uh, here's the audio for the sermon on Sunday. And so I recognize that there are ways to redeem social media that in and of itself I'm not convinced is is it's inherently good or inherently evil. I sure. think it's something that's kind of neutral. So there but there's some good things. But there are some things that I see on social media that um it's not designed to do and it's and it's really bad. Uh it's a really bad media or platform for doing. Okay. Such as 
Um, I, I think um, I think no one should ever think of social media as a way to have deep relationships. I know mm-hmm. that Facebook wants to send you an email all the time or a notification that says, we care so much about your relationships and your memories and your... Um, but the bottom line is Facebook doesn't care about your memories. Mm-hmm. Facebook cares about their stockholders, their shareholders. Uh, that's, that's, that's what they have to care about because they're a business. And I, and I think you should keep in mind, all of us, when you're on any social media platform like Twitter, like, um, you know, like Facebook, if it's free to use it, uh, then you are the product. You are the product that's being sold to ad companies. Hmm. So if it's free, it's hmm. not out of the kindness of Facebook's heart or hmm. Twitter's heart. They're they're using all of us to some degree to make hmm. money, hmm. to sell our likes, our interests to ad agencies and, and companies. So it's just it's it's not a place for deep relationships. It's not a place to have long conversations. It's it's great for sharing some pictures, sharing a thought here or there, but Outside of that, it's it's. I don't find it to be good for much else. I think social media has really, uh, for good or for bad, uh, social right. media has brought in kind of a new era of human communication. It's an amazing. It's an amazing thing. Yep. And and you're you're touching on something um, about people that are are really within our age group. So you're thirty two. Yeah. I'm thirty. And then, and then, folks younger than us, mm-hmm. um, it has really been an instrument of change. Again, both for good and for bad. Yep. There's there. It's just been good things and bad things that has come out of uh, the social media for our generation. And I remember yep. watching a, a video just recently on on YouTube about um, uh, Simon Sinek was mm-hmm. talking about the the effect that social media has had specifically on millennials. Okay. And and he was saying that some of the basic social skills that people our age uh so people our age basically he was saying people our age are are missing they, they've some lost of the, the ability to, to finish communicate. to finish sentences. <laughs> 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 that was a slow pitch up the middle. Oh, yeah, I, I, that was so I, good. I was gonna actually wait till you finish the sentence and then say, "Hang on, I was checking my feed. Could you re- repeat yourself?" But, but you you created your own punchline. I did. Oh, I did. Cynic is talking about we've lost the Our ability feel- to have meaningful communication. Kids can't look someone in the eye anymore yeah. because they, they they're so used to communicating with people that they don't actually have to face. Right. Yeah. Right. Did you see that? Did you see that video? No, but I, I mean, there's you know so the, many of these articles you know the out there. Yeah. Well, and then the other thing, think about this. Um, the other change, uh, there's lots of changes that social media has brought <laughs> to the other thing, but to to, to, to to our day and age. But yep. the other thing that social media has drastically changed is the uh, um, the ability that people have had to exercise their voice to communicate something. Okay. Okay. Explain that. So, yeah. so in uh, before social media, you had in order to publish an idea, in order to get your ideas out there for other people to understand and interact with, you had to go through a publisher. You had to yes. write a manuscript. You had to submit it to a publisher. The publisher read it. The editor, if you were granted the uh, the the contract, then an editor editor would would go through your manuscript and they would. Uh, give you all kinds of uh, feedback, and they would they would uh, work with you, and then you would have to go through it and 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 publish it. 
And there was a whole process where your writing was vetted and not everybody who submitted a manuscript right. was able to get it published. In fact, uh, when I was doing uh, both of my degrees, the only, uh, the only acceptable sources of research were sources that were peer-reviewed. Yeah. Uh, if something was written and it was out there, but it wasn't peer-reviewed, what that means is there are other people within the same discipline that read it and were able to say, yes, this yeah. is on the right track, or no, this guy is off in left field, then you couldn't use it as research. Right. But you're right. Now, social now media. social media has totally obliterated that middleman. Right. It's totally obliterated the gate, and so now everybody's walking through the fence. It's given everyone an opportunity to have an opinion yeah. and publish it, yeah. and it's given us the impression that on every issue that's out there on social media, we ought to have a formed opinion and be expressing it. That's right. That's oh. right. So it assumes that everybody who has a voice deserves to be heard. And should be talking. Yeah. Right? Just, just because you have the right to speak doesn't mean you have the right to be heard. Right. And... We should we should do people the grace of not asking them to commit publicly on every issue. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness! I remember reading reading about uh, Taylor Swift saying that she wants to use her platform as a means of of uh, you know political kind of a right. political platform. Mm-hmm. Her her social media and all that stuff because she's got you know millions of followers or whatever right. it is. Right. And I thought to myself the exact same thing. I was like, man, what a what an astronomic pressure. You have yeah. you, you're you're getting you're getting you know and I think Ellen and, DeGeneres was and, was telling her to do and, that and man that, no offense to Taylor Swift but who cares what her politics are she's a singer yeah she's a singer songwriter she's, she's a good entertainer but she's, I, good she's not it. a political theorist no. I don't care what she thinks about economy but the, now you know, that economy. but now that everything has been now the gate has swung open oh. for social media and it's your yeah. your opinions are all put out there now and it's not just with individuals now we're in this age where corporations all have to take some type of public stance on every issue mm-hmm. and get in the mix of the argument and the problem is most of it is virtue signaling in other words what does that mean? virtue signaling means I'm going to state my opinion here to show which side of the dividing line of this argument I'm on. Sure. So, for instance, um, I'm going to I'm going to for Christians, it's I'm going to say all the right things about how evil abortion is, but I'm not helping out any crisis pregnancy centers in real life. I'm sure. not, um, you know, praying for for moms in my church and and sure. helping them out. And so, what it is, it's a way to get public recognition without I, without actually having to do any work. Wow. It's all virtue signaling. Um, I got a couple rules that I have that I have chosen to place upon myself in terms of my social okay. media. Okay. Um, first of all, is uh, I I don't have any super serious conversations on social media. If it's a serious conversation, I need to have it face to face. I don't do it over text. I don't do it over phone, and I don't do it publicly. So I don't do any serious. Uh, conversations and I especially don't do any confrontation yeah on social media not a good platform and not a biblical platform yeah for that uh, I don't um, I don't comment on people's stuff unless it's just something funny unless it's just lighthearted I don't even comment I don't comment on any serious stuff it's so easy for for words to be misused or misread Um and for the longest time, I think I allow comments now, but I don't, I, I used to not even, I used to bar comments from anything I posted. Hmm. 
Um, man, it, it's it, social media can just be a terrible place to have serious conversations. Mm-hmm. It's not a good place to do it. And, and um, yeah, I do the same thing. I, 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 uh, I can't remember. And I, you know, we all struggle with the itch that you feel when you see something controversial and you've got an opinion and you want to weigh in and you want to, and you're thinking through your response or, you know, some of us don't even think through our responses and we just go ahead and post without fire away thinking. Yeah. Ready, aim, ready, uh, fire, aim sort yeah. of scenario. And, um, I, I can remember, I mean, I've struggled with this too, uh, j- just posting without thinking and, mm-hmm. or maybe thinking through like, what's the best way to sort of work around this argument and, you know, Mm-hmm. You know those tantalizing posts that somebody that somebody puts out there, yep. and you want to weigh in. Well, it's almost always a good rule that when you're tempted to post on something or Don't. to repost or to reply yeah. or to comment, yeah. the, it's almost always a good rule to just not. Mm. Like it's just like it's better to be f- thought a fool. Yep. Uh, it's 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 better to be uh, thought a fool and keep your mouth shut than yep. to actually post on social media and remove all doubt. Right, as my dad would say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, um, I I just there are times honestly when as much value as I see in social media, uh, I I don't know loads of Christians that are good at at uh handling it and and understanding what's happening on social media. There are times when I think, man, though I love being able to post the sermon audio for anyone that missed Worship Sunday, I think it might just be better if, if I led the charge and got off it all, off all social media and just ask other people to do it. I think life might actually, quality of life might improve. Quality of relationships might improve if all of us quit it. Um and yet we don't. Yeah. <laughs> I swirl around that, man. I Honestly, see, I, I do. I see why I, you I say that. that. Yeah, I see why you say that. I, I, I you know, I some people get a lot of uh, some people get a lot of encouragement from some things that they find on on social media. Sure. And, and you know, there's like you said at the beginning of the of the podcast, there's there are good things. And lest we forget, what we're doing is social media. We're speaking into Darn a it. couple of micro. <laughs> we're speaking into a couple of microphones, and we're, you yep. know, we're going to post this online for yep. people to listen to. And so, so let's talk about some principles that even right now we're trying to follow. Sure. As we're spreading out a, a podcast, because we're subject to the same criticism that I leveled. Right. Uh, we're we're not going through a publisher. We're not having our ideas checked per se. Um. We're having a conversation, but uh, so what are some principles that we follow um, as we're either interacting privately with our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or we're working together on a on a podcast? Uh, I try to only do what I think will build up other people. I try not to pick many fights. Hmm. I try not to pick many fights uh, on social media. Right. Um, it's just not the place. It's it's not a place for 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 fights. No, it's not. The social media should not be a bully pulpit. You know, mm-hmm. it should not be uh, the opportunity to level massive critiques and 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 things like that. Now, I think we say some pretty pointed and sharp things on this podcast occasionally um, that disagree with people, but we didn't create the podcast because we wanted to start fights. No, 
Yeah. No, we, we, we made this podcast so that we could edify our church and build them up and encourage them and get them to think about some good stuff. I also use, one of the things that I think social media is very valuable for, for me, is to follow uh, what I consider to be reputable uh, sources of information and, and learning. Okay. So I follow past some pastors. I follow some news organizations. I follow... Um, I, I, I use it as a way to kind of aggregate and gather up all of the different threads. So in, in other words, I'm not having to go to Ligonier.com and thegospelcoalition.com and DesiringGod.com and NineMarks.com. If I'm on Twitter, I'm, I can just have them all in one place. That's kind of helpful. It's nice. I would say, I would say this to you, a uh, church member who is listening, it would be great for you to gather with other Christians and ask them, what are the things, what are the sources that they read? Um, let them share. What are the sources that they read? Um, and then um, maybe ask your pastor or your, your worship uh, leader, Pete, what what do we follow and what do we not follow? I, I spend a, a fair amount of time getting articles sent to me from all over Facebook, hmm. you know, and, and I, I find myself a lot writing back and saying, this seems like a pretty bogus site to me, hmm. you know, or this doesn't seem like a really reliable source of information to me, hmm. or this site seems like every every blog post is filled with poison you know oh, bitter man. bitter poison and yeah. so i think it would be helpful to gather with other christians and ask what are you reading what are you putting into your mind and your heart on social media and is it something you should be putting into your mind and your heart i uh I, I, just to illustrate your point that not everything on on facebook is edifying um i would also say that the, that facebook is not a great place to interact with ideas um, it's just not, and Twitter isn't either. Mm-mm. Uh, especially Twitter because you're limited to how many characters? Two hundred forty. Whatever. These days. Um, uh, so I was a part of this. I was a part of this Facebook group, and we were interacting between a couple of very, very, very controversial ideas. And I have no idea what what led me to join this group, but it it turned out to be a cesspool. It it turned out to be this this place where people would post and they would you could tell that they were posting for the simple purpose of just getting getting reactions yeah getting reactions and reactions they got mm-hmm. they 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 always did it so the, all of these posts would have like a hundred two hundred yeah <laughs> replies the, the buttons clicked that's right yeah, and people would weigh in and and it it ended up being a visceral cesspool and I, I for the limited time that i was a part of it i just i i felt man it was a it was not good for your soul mm-hmm. it was not good for my soul and so not everything you interact with on facebook is right. actually good for your soul. It's not. It's not good for the use of edifying, as Paul would say. Right. Um, now that being said, there are some really good things uh, that uh, I've seen you post. Um, I've shared a few things that uh, from other websites that uh, I thought were really, really good. Like mm-hmm. I shared a, 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 a picture from uh, uh, that quoted John Newton. You know. Right. Um, and uh, there's just some great stuff that you can see on Facebook. But here's another thing that I would encourage the, the our, our members to do. Don't be afraid to unfollow certain people. Right. Don't be afraid to unfollow certain people. And Man, I won't name names. That's a great piece of advice. I won't name names. <laughs> that's a great piece of advice. I wonder, 
I wonder where you got that advice from. Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> yeah, his name begins with J and ends with Onathan. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He. Yeah. I mean, you told me it's like it's like man, unfollow. Right. Unfollow. I mean, ignorance is bliss in some cases. Yes. Absolutely. So just so just don't fill you're your not Facebook ma- feed. You're not mandated to drink at every well. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to see every single de- detail, and some Mm-mm. people. All they do is just live on Facebook. Right. And all they do is and it's like, oh my word, how do you have enough time to post all this stuff? Mm-hmm. But but that that's not the that's not the point. Um not everything you don't need to see everything. Nope. Uh you're not God and um and God does see everything and uh and you don't have to you don't have to filter everything through your uh your conscience, everything that people post. You don't have to Oh wow. Yeah. You don't have to do that. So well, we could keep going on and on, I think, for, for three or four podcast episodes, but we won't. We'll, we'll kind of leave it here. But we, we would love it if this podcast inspired some conversation. We'd love to hear your ideas, your thoughts. Um, I think Follow us on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> um, come up to us at church and have a face-to-face conversation there with you us. Go. <laughs> um, but because this is a new media, and we are we're learning how to deal with a new media that hasn't existed before, and we need to think biblically That's about good. it. Uh, So have a conversation this week with us, and we'll see you next time on The Church. We'll see you.